along in our beautiful Meseches Megillah. Today's daf is daf Lamed, page 30 of Meseches Megillah. We're going to go back to the bottom of Chavtas Omad Beis, the bottom of 29b, to the word Itmar, which is two lines from the bottom, right smack dab in the middle of the line. Okay? Itmar. Now, let's remind ourselves, we are talking, uh, um, the sugi over here is talking about the proper Kriya for Parshas Shkolem. We know that around the time of Adar and Nisan, we have four special parshios, Shkalim, Zachar, Para, and Achaydash. And there's a Machoikas that we got into between Rab and Shmuel, what the proper Kriya, what the proper reading is for Parshas Shkolem. Is it from Tzavas B'nai Yisrael, or is it Parshas Kisisa? Okay. Now, we're going to keep talking, discussing, handling for the next little bit the Kriyas, the reading for Shkalim, and how exactly was it done as far as Aliyahs are concerned. Let's go. Two lines for the bottom. 29b. Itmar, we learned. If Shkalim fell out in the week of the Atta Tetzaveh. Okay. Omar Rabbi Yitzchak Navcha. Rabbi Yitzchak Navcha says, now remember, the Atta comes right before Kisisa. Tetzaveh Kisisa. So that means that it's going to fall out on the Shabbos that you usually read the previous week's parsha. Karu Shisa, you should have six alios, ad kisisa, from Parshas Tetzave until Parshas Kisisa. So have six alios. Now we know we need seven for Shabbos. So we're going to get the seventh aliyah from. The seventh aliyah is going to be Shkalim. Vechad. And one aliyah, meaning aliyah number seven, mikisisa advaasisa, will be from the beginning of parshas kisisa until vaasisa. You should make okay. This is going to be about six more psukim. Amar Abaye Abaye says we now turn to the top of today's daf. Amri Abaye says there's a problem because people are going to say ukmi hu dekom ukmi hasam that um, tetzave really ends in kisisa. So Abai has a problem. And this is the last step that we learned yesterday. Abai says, well, I don't like to say you should read the whole Tetzave and then go a little bit into Kisisa because people might come to think that Tetzave in general goes a little longer into Parshas Kisisa. So what's Abai's idea now? He doesn't like that breakdown of Elios. So what's Abai going to do? El Amr Abai. This is where we ended off yesterday. Rather, Abai says, Karu Shisa mi Tetzave adva asisa. You have six Elias from on the usual parsha, from the Atta Tetzave until the Asisa, which is going into, um, which is, uh, which is, go, uh, um, the Asisa ends a little bit earlier. Okay, it's, it's, uh, it's ending a little bit earlier than Parsha Shkalim. So now listen closely. How is this going to help us? So here's what Abayi is going to recommend. V'chad toni v'kari mikisisa ad v'asisa. And then you have the seventh Aliyah, Read the last six alios for, and go right into Parsha Shkalim. So according to Abaye, if we show that there's not an end to Tetzave and then a brand new aliyah by Kisisa, there's less of a chance that people are going to start to mistake where the Parshios end. Says the Gemara, pause. One second. Meisvei. They asked the challenging question, Chaliyais Parsha Hasmuchalim. We said that a Parsha Shkolim falls out in a Parsha 
near whatever the appropriate reading of shkolem is. Okay, now we had a machleik as what it is. But let's say it falls out near the parsha that uh, that it's usually read on. What do you do? Bein mofanel, bein lacharel. Whether it's the Shabbos before its usual reading or the Shabbos after its usual reading, let's clarify. For example, let's say the reading is Kisiza and Parsha Shkolim falls out either right before Parsha's Kisisa or right after Parsha's Kisisa. It's going to come out, you're laning the same Parsha two weeks in a row. So what do you do? Says the Brisa, Kairin Isa, Bekaiflin Isa. There's no problem. You read it and you say it again. You do it twice. Nishka Ferlich. Not the biggest deal. No little Chazara never hurt anybody. Little review never hurt anybody, right? That's the Gemara's recommendation. Says the Gemara, one second. This Brisa is going to cause a big problem on how Abaye wants us to break down the alias, and here's the reason. Bishlam Allah Abaye, I'm sorry. Uh, 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 according to uh, the, the challenge, is going to be on Rabbi Yisrach We're going to follow Abaye. Bishlam Allah Abaye Necha. According to Abaye, who says that if, it, if it's going to come out on a parsha nearby, you're going to read the parsha and say it again. Chazara never hurt anybody, so it's understandable. Okay, what are you doing? It's right after you finish the last parsha, you're going to read it again. According to Rav Yitzchak Navcha, according to him, Shkalim is only going to end up being read once because he has a whole different breakdown of the alias. He says that the, whole, that the first alias are given completely to the Parsha, and the last Aliyah is given specifically to Shkalim. So, according to him, how are you going to come out with a, with a repetition? You're not going to end up reading it twice, because according to him, we're just changing the breakdown of the Aliyah, so it'll come out, you're reading it once. Says the Gemara, Amar Lach Rabbi Yitzhak is going to respond, Ooh, in classic Jewish form. You got a question on me? Let me tell you something. You should have a question on Abaye too. Ula Abaye Minecha. If you're not happy with me, let me tell you something. Abaye is not going to work out either. Tenach lefanel. Because if Shkolem falls out on the... If the Kriya of Shkolem falls out on the Shabbos prior to its, under, to, to its regular reading, then we understand. Tenach. Leave it. We get your point. But la'achareha. But to say what happens if Parsha Shkolem falls out after the Shabbos of Kisisa. How are you ever going to find such a story where you're going to repeat it on the Shabbos afterwards? Rather, what are you going to tell me? What it means is, you're not going to read it twice the same week, but it means you're going to read it one Shabbos after another Shabbos. I'll give the same shot. I'll say the same thing. So too, when I read this b'risa, which says you read it and you repeat it, because Chazar never hurt anybody, all it means is one Shabbos after another, but it doesn't mean to read it twice in the same Shabbos. To clarify, again, let's say this outside. If it's coming to teach me, uh, the, if the bride's coming to teach me, you can come to read Kisisa twice the same Shabbos, then granted, says of Yisak Navcha, you'd have a question on me because it's never going to happen. You, you're never, it, never going to come out. You're going to read it twice on the same Shabbos. But, the Brisa used the words of, you're going to read it on the Shabbos, bein lefanel, bein whether it was the Shabbos before or the Shabbos afterwards. Says Rabbi Yisrael even according to, for Abaye to make sense with those words, you're going to have to say that Shkalim fell out either the Shabbos before its usual reading of Kisisa 
or right afterwards. But not, you're not reading it twice the same Shabbos. You're going to read it two Shabbosim in a row. So I'll do the same thing. I'll explain the Raisa the same way. And according to me, you could talk and come out. We're reading it for two Shabbosim in a row. Okay. Fine. Period. End of that conversation. Next story. Next Shaila. Next question. Next clarification needed. Until now, we were talking about Shkalim being Kisisa, falling out either right before Kisisa or right after Kisisa. What happens if Parsha Shkalim falls out on the very same Shabbos that you read Kisisa? Chal, let's keep reading. Chal, keep learning. Chal atma. If Shkalim fell out on Kisisa, so now, I'm reading Kisisa anyway. What do I do? The, does the usual Parsha, is that enough to suffice to say I got my mitzvah of Shkalim? Or not? Do I got to read it twice? Omar Rabbi Yisrael says, I'll tell you what to do. Here's the procedure. Karu Shisa. Six people should read, meaning six people should get an aliyah. Min v'asisa, from v'asisa, ad v'yakel. Until when everybody is gathered together. Okay, meaning you read the whole parsha. Fine. V'chad, and then you give the seventh aliyah. Kari, who's going to read, mikisisa, and then you're going to go back and you're going to have the seventh Aliyah read from Kisisa until Vasisa. Masla Abai says, one second. You know the problem with that? If you're going to read from Vasisa um, and you leave out Parsha Shkolem until the end, people are going to say, people are going to look at it and be like, hello? What are you doing? You're reading the Torah out of order. You're, you're reading the last six parts and then you're going back and reading the first part for the seventh Aliyah. What are you doing? That doesn't, Abai says, we don't do that. We don't read the Torah. We don't read the, the Sukkim out of order. El Amr Abai, rather Abai says, here, let me tell you what you do. Karu Shisa Advayakel. You have six people read the whole Parsha until Vayakel. Okay? Now, what Parsha comes after Kisisa? Vayakel. So that means you're reading the whole Parsha's Kisisa. And then, Bechad Tani Vikari Mikisisa Advayakel. And then you go back and you say it again. This way, people aren't going to come to say you're learning, you're, you're learning and reading it out of order. Because what you're doing is you're reading the whole Parsha, the whole Parsha's Kisisa, you're breaking that down into six aliyahs instead of your standard seven. You read the whole Parsha, and then what are you going to do for the last aliyah? <coughs> You'll go back and read the beginning part again. Abayi says, I'm not concerned about people thinking you're reading it out of order. Because we read the whole thing in order. So what are people going to think? We're going back. We're doing a little chazara. We're doing a little review. But nobody's going to come to say, oh, look, the, the Kriya Satera goes out of order. Okay. Tanikavasi Dabai. There's a b'risa that seems to imply like Abai's approach. Chal, what does the b'risa say? Chal liyais b'kisisa atma. If Parsha Shkolem falls out on Parsha's kisisa, so you have the same Parsha of the week is Shkolem. Karen Aisav v'kaiflan First you read the Parsha and then Kaiflan I saw you do it again, you repeat it again later. So it seems to imply two dots seems to imply like Abaye. What taka do we do in such a circumstance? Again, Shkalim falls out on its usual parsha. Read the whole parsha beginning to end, and then you go back for the last aliyah and repeat the beginning. Okay. Here we go. Second wide line on the page. Brand new discussion. Chal yais b'seich ha-shabbos makdimin l'shabbos l'sha'avra. 
Shkalim is always read before, um, either on Rosh Chodesh Adar or before. So the Mishnah said, if Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out the Seich HaShabbos, Sunday through Friday, Makdimen L'Shabbos Avra. So you're going to read Parsha Shkalim on the Shabbos before Rosh Chodesh. Rosh Chodesh again, Sunday through Friday, Shkalim is always read the Shabbos before Rosh Chodesh. Unless it's Rosh Chodesh itself. If Rosh Chodesh is Shabbos, we'll read Shkalim on that Shabbos. Otherwise, you're going to read it before. Okay. Itmar, we learned. Rosh Chodesh Adar Shkaliyah Berv Shabbos. If Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on Friday, Rav Amar, Rav says, let me tell you what to do. Makdimim. You're going to read Shkalim six days ago. All right? Six days before Rosh Chodesh Adar is when we're going to read Parsha Shkalim. Shmuel Amar, Shmuel says, Ma'achrim. No, you push it off one day. The same way, says Shmuel, the same way, if Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on Shabbos, we're going to read Shkalim on that day. Even if it falls out on Erev Shabbos, you're going to read Shkalim the next day. Rav Omar Makdimin, Rav says, no, you got to push it a whole week ahead of time. You know why? Six days ahead of time, the Imkain. Because if you want to tell me to push it off, Batsri Luhuyu Moshokhanis. We're going to have a problem. Because you're going to wait one day to read Parsha Shkalim. And why did we say Shkalim has to be um, two weeks before um, before the middle of Adar? Because that's when the money changers were showing up. So he says, if you're going to push off Shkalim, so now you're only going to read the Parsha to announce Shkalim on the second day of the month. And the mon- it's, it's not enough time for the money changers, for people to know, to bring their Shkalim. Okay. Shmuel says no. Ma'achrin. You could push it off a day. You know why? Amar Lach Shmuel says, listen, safe, safe, bottom line. Let's, if, if Rosh Chodesh falls out on Friday, guess when the money changers are supposed to start sitting? When are they going to start sitting? 15 days later on Shabbos? No. They don't sit on Shabbos. They're going to wait anyway till Sunday. Some of Shach, anyway. Either way, the money changers are not going to show up till Sunday anyway. Hokoch Machrim. So you might as well push off the Torah reading. The whole reason for the Torah reading, but prior is to give time for the to money changers, everybody get set up and get their money ready, right? To be for, for the Maktas Hashekel, If anyway they're pushing it off because they're not showing up on Shabbos, we could also push off the Kriya. Okay. Tonight we learned in the Mishnah. If Rosh Adar falls out Sunday through Friday, we read Shkalim prior to Rosh Adar. And then we stop, meaning there's no special parsha the next week. Now, this seems to imply, even if Rosh falls out on Friday, you're going to push it ahead of time. So says the Gemara, listen, Rav and Shmuel are early Amorim. They're early Amorim. We don't like having them argue on Bryce's. So, Rav says, push it a week earlier. Shmuel says, make it a day later. The Brisa says, if Rosh Chodesh falls out during the week, you always push it earlier. Doesn't that seem to imply, even if it falls out on Friday, we push it earlier? It must be that Rav's correct and Shmuel's wrong. Says the Gemara, lie. No, there's no proof against Shmuel. You know what middle of the week means? Middle of the week doesn't mean Sunday through Friday. It means... Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That's basically what it means. A day that's towards the center of the week. But it doesn't mean any day that falls out during the week. That's what Shmuel's going to say. Toshma says the Gemara, okay. So we don't know yet. Is Rav correct or is Shmuel correct? Come and listen. 
What's the first of the four parshias? Any Shabbos that Rishchidosh Adar falls out inside of it, even Erev Shabbos, that's going to be Parsha Shkolem. That's going to be the first of the four parshias. It seems that Rav is correct. My love, Afilu Erev Shabbos, Dumit B'Seicha, doesn't it seem to imply that Friday is just like a, a day in the dead center of the week? And just like if it falls out in one of the middle days of the week, Monday through Thursday, we're going to make it earlier. Even on Friday, you push it earlier, and Rob's correct. Shmuel's wrong. You see, you don't push it off a day. Answers the Gemara, no. Amar Shmuel, Shmuel says, in it, yeah, it has to be within that week, but it doesn't necessarily need to imply Friday. Kitanoi. And says the Gemara, by the way, you're not really going to be able to prove who's right, Rabu Shmuel, these early Amoram from a, from a Tana. And I'll tell you why you can't prove it from Tanayim. Because it's actually the same Machlaikas that Rav and Shmuel are having was already a Machlaikas amongst the earlier generations, amongst the Tanayim. How do you know? Because, Kitanayim, there's a Machlaikas Tanayim. Misargin the Shabbosis. Misargin the Shabbosis means we jump over every other Shabbos. Okay, we kind of patternized. It's like there's four special weeks, four special readings. So it goes like this. Shkolim, one Shabbos, nothing the next Shabbos. Zohar, one Shabbos, no special parts of the next Shabbos. Part of the next Shabbos, no special parts. Chaydesh, back to regular. Okay? Divir Anasi. This is the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi. Shimon says, no. In Misargin, you don't need to jump over weeks. You could talk a half weeks where two of the four partios are read back to back. Now, I'm Rav Shimon Elazar. Rav Shimon Elazar says, Emasai, when um, Rav Shimon Elazar says that he was the second opinion, that you can have two special partios in a row. He says, Emasai, Ani Oimer Eid Mesargin. When do I say that you don't need to have gap weeks? Bizman Shechali Yez Berev Shabbos. That's when Rosh Chedesh Adar falls out on Erev Shabbos. Avol, but, Bizman Shechali Yez Pesach Shabbos. Let's say you're going to have Rosh Chedesh Adar fall out in one of the center days of the week. Let me tell you something. What you're going to do is you're going to push Shkolim an entire week uh, to, to the Shabbos earlier. Even though it is not yet Adar, even though it is Shabbat. Okay. So Lefize, according to this, um, you see a very clear distinction between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi, and Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon Elazar, yeah, um, as to what do you do when Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on Friday? So Rav seems to be going with Rabbi Yehuda, who says you push it earlier, and Shmuel seems to be going with Rabbi Shimon Elazar, who says you make it later, period. Okay, bottom line, we don't know who's right. Each one's got big guns backing them up. They're entitled to their opinion. All right, next part of the mission. Until now, we've been talking about the first of the four parshios, which is the parsha of Shkalim. Now we're going to get into the second of the special readings, parshas Zohar v'chulu gavaldik. Inmar, we learned. Let's go. Purim shechaliyez berev Shabbos. If Purim falls out on Friday, so how is Zohar determined? It's the Shabbos usually prior to Purim. What happens if Purim falls out on Friday? Rav Amar, Rav says, Makdimin Parshas Zohar. Rav says, it'll be the Shabbos before Purim. If Purim falls out on Arab Shabbos, so six days ahead of that will be Zohar. Shmuel Amar, Shmuel says, no, Ma'achrin. 
you're actually going to read Parsha Zachar on Shushan Purim, on the 15th day of Adar. Rav Omar Magdim and Rav said, you do it earlier, because you got to make sure that remembering what Amalek did comes before the performance of the mitzvahs. So Zachar first, and then the Shomar, so to speak, right? And then the keeping of the mitzvah. So you always do the, the remembering of the, of the mitzvah, of wiping out the memory of Amalek. That has to always come prior to the performance of the mitzvahs of Purim. But Shmuel argues. Shmuel says, Ma'achrim. No, Zachar could come even after you, or even after the 14th day of Adar. Why? Amar Lach, Shmuel's going to say, Kivan Dika Mukafin, Dabdi Bechamesar. Bottom line is, there's a nice amount of Yidin who are going to be observing Purim on Shabbos, the 15th day of Adar. So then, Zahira and Asiya are coming the same, at Mamish uh, at the same time. And that's okay. He's agreeing, Shmuel's agreeing, we should not have the Zachar come after the Asiya, come after the mitzvahs. But Shmuel's saying, it could come at the same time. And since there are people who keep Purim on the 15th day, we're also permitted to read Zachar on the 15th day. All right, so we have a Machlaikas Rav and Shmuel. Tanam, we learned in our mission, Abishniya Zachar. The second of the special parshios is Zohar, the remembrance of what Amalek did. Says the Gemara, Let's say Rish falls out on Shabbos. So now think about it. Aleph Adar is Shabbos. What happens when the first day of the month is on a Shabbos? When's the 14th day of the month going to be? What day of the week? Mikla Purim of Shabbos. The 14th day of Adar is going to come out on a Friday. Ukatani. And we learned, Bishnia, the second Shabbos, is Zachar. So you see that you're going to read Parsha Zachar always before Purim. Because the first one, again, the first Parsha is being read on Shabbos. Because Shkolem, Rosh Chodesh Adar, Shkolem, Shkolem will be read on Shabbos. Memela, the next Shabbos, the very next Shabbos, which is the eighth day of Adar, is going to get Zohar. Amr of Papa. Papa says, no, my Shnia, what do you mean the second Shabbos? Shnia lav Sakon. Maybe Shnia, it doesn't mean Mamish the second Shabbos of Adar. It means the second Shabbos that you read the special Parsha. Okay? But it doesn't necessarily mean that it's two Shabbos in a row. Shmuel is not necessarily wrong. Toshma, let's try to prove who's correct. Rabu Shmuel, again, 14th day of Adar falls, uh, falls out on Friday. Do you read Zohar? On Shabbos after, the day after, or a full week earlier. So let's go. Ezuhi, Shabbos What's considered the second of the four parshias? Kol Shechal Purim Any Shabbos that has Purim that week, you're going to read Zachar. Even if it falls out on Friday, you're going to make it earlier. Okay. Got a, we have a good, uh, a good proof to Rav. Says the Gemara, my love, Barab Shabbos, do me to say, Shabbos Magdim. Just like it falls out Monday through Thursday, you're going to push it earlier, the center days. So too on Friday. Rob's correct. Amar Shmuel, no. Same answer we gave earlier. But when it falls out in the week, the Chain Tana Deve Shmuel, but it falls out in that week. Meaning it doesn't need to be the center of the week. And even um, it, it, uh, it, it means only when it falls out within. Uh, mamish in the center of that week. But it doesn't necessarily, says Shmuel, doesn't necessarily apply to the end of the week, Friday. Okay. Bottom line. What are we walking away with? A beautiful machlekes. Yeah, what happens when uh, Purim falls out on Friday? Rav is going to hold. You're going to read Zachar six days earlier? 
Shmuel's going to hold that's a day later on Shushan Purim. All right. Next situation. What happens when the 14th day of Adar, Purim, falls out on Shabbos? Amar Ravuna. Ravuna says, the Divrei Akol Emakdim. Everybody's going to agree you're going to read Parsha Zachar that day. Okay? Meaning everyone's going to agree Zachar is actually read on Purim, on the 14th day of Adar. Rav Nachman Omar. Rav Nachman says, Sina Ravuna is like, oh, listen, I know the bottom line over here. Everybody's going to be in agreement. But comes along Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman says, no, not everybody agrees. Not all the time I agree. Adain, he machlekes. There's a machlekes when, 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 the four, when Purim falls out on Shabbos. Um, e- even then, Rav is going to hold that we're going to push Zachar a full week ahead. Imar Nami learned their price. Similarly, Amar Rav Chia Bar Abba, Amar Rav Abba, Amar Rav. Rechia uh, Bar Abba quotes Rav Abba to say in the name of Rav. So this is not a brisa. I'm sorry, this is Rav over here. It's early on my rum. Purim shechali is b'Shabbos. When Purim falls out on Shabbos, maktim v'kaire b'Shabbos she'avra zachar. You're going to read Parsha Zachar a full week beforehand. Okay, so that seems to imply that even if Purim falls out on Shabbos, there's an opinion. Uh, we're we're going to, and that opinion is that of Rav. We're going to read Zachar an entire week. An entire seven days before Purim. We, it always must be before Purim. It cannot come simultaneously. Okay. Period. Two dots. We've clarified. The first of the four special readings is Shkalim. The second of the second special readings is Zohar. That's always before Purim. What's the third special reading? Vishlishi. The third special reading is Para Aduma Vichulu. It's what we call Parshas Para. The reading of the Paraduma, the red heifer. Tanu Rabbanon, the rabbis loint, and so should we. Ezuhi Shabbish Lishis. What is, or when do you read the third special parsha? Kol Shesmucha Lepurim Any Shabbos that's after Purim. Whenever Purim is, the Shabbos right afterwards, you read Parsha's Parah. Okay, now let's get into this. Itmar, we learned... Para is not read right after Pidim. Rather, Para is read right before Reish Chaydesh Nisan. Now, remember, Purim is the 14th day of Adar. Adar is either going to have 29 or 30 days. The Shabbos before Nisan is certainly not going to be the Shabbos right after Purim. There's too big of a gap. Too many days. Okay? So, says Rav Chama, um, Rav Chama Bar Chanina says, he's arguing on this b'risa, and he says, no, it's not the Shabbos after Purim. It's always going to be the Shabbos before Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Says the Gemara, let me explain something, but likely they don't necessarily argue. Had the ikla Rosh Chodesh Nisan b'Shabbos. Had the ikla b'Amtza Shabbos. You could say it depends if Rosh Chodesh Nisan falls out on Shabbos itself, okay? Um, if it falls out on Shabbos itself, so then you're going to have to read Parsha Sachaydesh, that Shabbos, which means Parah is going to come earlier. Another Bryce is talking about where Shachaydesh Nisan um, falls out during the week. Memela, Parsha Sachaydesh is going to be read uh, however many days before Shachaydesh Nisan. Let's see if Shachaydesh Nisan is on Monday. 
So, so Parsha Chaydesh is going to be read two days, uh, two days beforehand. And if that, if you do that, it's going to going to come out that Para will end up being the Shabbos after Purim. Okay. Again, let's just talk outside uh, to to explain. Purim is the fourteenth day of Adar. Let's say Purim falls out on uh, Sunday. Purim falls out on Sunday. So the next Shabbos is going to be the 20th or 21st day of Adar. That's the Shabbos after. We're going to read part of that week. You know why? Because seven days after that is going to be two days before Rosh Chodesh Nisan. It'll be the 28th day of Adar. And that's when Chodesh is, and that's when Parsha Chodesh is going to be read. So again, what's the Gemara coming out with bottom line? Is Para right after Purim or is it right before Rosh Chodesh Nisan? The answer is, it depends. And here's what it depends on. If Rosh Chodesh Nisan falls out on a Shabbos, then Para is going to be the Shabbos before Nisan. Because Rosh Chodesh Shabbos, you're going to read Chodesh then, Para is going to, going to come out to be the Shabbos before Nisan and not be right after Purim. However, let's say Rosh Chodesh Nisan falls out on a Monday or Tuesday. So then Parsha Zachaydash, the fourth Parsha, is going to be read two days beforehand. Okay, Rosh Chodesh is Monday. So Zachaydash is going to be read on the 28th day of the month. Move seven days behind that. Now the 21st, that's going to be Para, and that's going to be the Shabbos after Purim. Beautiful. Okay. The last of the four parshiyas is Baravias. Hachaydash Hazalachem. Is Parsha Hachaydash. Okay. Says the Gemara. Tana Rabban and the rabbis learned that's why the rabbis. Rishchidash Adar Shalias Bashabbas. Rishchidash Adar falls out on Shabbos. We're back to Adar, not Nisan. Back to Adar, okay? Kairin Kisisa. We read Parsha Shkolim. Umaftirim Bayada. And we read Maftir from Yahayada, like we learned yesterday. Bezuhi Shabbos Rishayna. And what's considered. The first Shabbos of the special four parsha. Any if Rosh Chodesh Adar is coming up middle of that week, that Shabbos is going to be Shkolim. A few of Shabbos, even if it, even if Rosh Chodesh Adar is falling out on Friday. Bishnia. The second is Zohar is going to be Parshas Zohar. Umaftirim Pokadati in the Haftarah for Parsha Zohar is going to be Pokadati. The Haftarah concerning wiping out Amalek, the battle between Sholem Melech and Amalek. And what is the Shabbos Shnia? When do we know to read the second Parsha Zohar, the second of the four Parshas? Kol Shachal Purim If Purim falls out that week, it's going to be Parsha Zohar. But if you Shabbos, even if Purim falls out, falling out on Friday. Beautiful. Okay. So far, so good. Bishlishis. The third of the special Parshas is Paraduma, about the red heifer. Umaftirin, Vizarakti Aleichem. We have the Aftira from Vizarakti Aleichem, from sprinkling. Yeah, the halachas of the sprinkling of the ashes. Ve'ezui Shabbos When do we read Parshas Para? The third parsha, Kolsha Smucha Lepura Macharel. Whenever it's Shabbos, immediately following Purim. Okay. Bereviyas, what's the fourth of the special parshiyas? Achaydesh Azalachem, Achaydesh Azet. You're going to read parshas Achaydesh. Umaftirin, and after is, Kayamara Shem Aleikim, Barishain Ba'echad Lachaydesh, which is talking about the Karbonis in the times of Mashiach, Bez Hashem, Shemizoyche. So, so uh, the maftir is Kayamara Hashem Aleikim Barisha and Bechul Lachaydesh. Okay, says the Gemara to finish off this brisa. Top of Amud Beis Ve'ezu Hi Shabbos Revius. When do we know to read Parshas Achaydesh? Which Shabbos 
are we going to read the fourth of the parshiyos? Kol shechal reish chodesh nisan lihiyos desaycha. Any week where it's coming up on reish chodesh nisan, reish chodesh nisan is going to fall out Sunday vafilu barav shabbos. Even if it's through Friday, if reish chodesh nisan is going to come out that week, the shabbos before reish chodesh nisan, we are always going to read parshas ha chodesh. Period. Beautiful. That's the brisa. And now we know what to do and how to do it with the Bez Hashem. We have the Parshia is coming. I've got a little bit of a longer wait this year because it's a Ibriar. Right? We have a, a leap year. Tubishvat is uh, coming up this Sunday night and Monday. So if you think about it, if it wouldn't be a leap year, we're already almost up to Tubishvat, which means that Adar, Purim, would be in five weeks. If it wouldn't be a leap year, Purim would be in five weeks, and we would already start reading Parsha Shkolim four weeks from, uh, three, three weeks from now. But it's a leap year. So this year, we actually going to, we're actually going to wait um, until the last Shabbos in February. We want to work with English dates. I believe it's, uh, it's February 25th or 26th is going to be Parsha Shkolim. But that's also, it's only, what is it, six weeks away or so? that uh, we're coming up on these uh, Heilige Parshis. Okay. Fine. So we clarified the we clarified the Dalit Parshis and then the Mishnah said a fascinating statement which needs clarification. Why did the Mishnah say this? The Mishnah said let's read these words, the two dots. Bachamishis the fifth Shabbos Chosrin the Kisidron. We go back to our normal order. V'chul. Etc. Okay. And this was a, when we read the Mishnah, we're like, this is a little cryptic. Like, why'd the Mishnah need to write that? All you got to tell me is there's four special parshias. That's it. I mean, once you're done, what else do you do besides for, go back to your normal order? Yeah, like, why did the Mishnah just say, oh, after the fifth job is you're back to normal. Why is that necessary? So here we go. What do these words mean? Says the Gemara, l'seder mai. This that the fifth Shabbos, we go back to the regular Seder, the regular order. The order of what, asks the Gemara. And rem- now let's think about this. We didn't really clarify so well. Um, all these parshios, how the whole breakdown is going to be with the Kriya Sater. How's it going to happen? We got a little bit more in depth with Shkullin particularly, especially when it's going to come out on the Shabbos. You're reading that parsha anyway. Kizizareha. But how do you break it down in general? So the Seder Mai, Ravami Amar Ravami says, the Seder Parshia You go back to reading the usual order of the Parshias. Okay? Meaning, according to Ravami, Parsha Shkalim, um, Zachar, Para, and Chaydesh, we actually don't even read the regular Parsha Hashavur. We just read those parts. Rabirmiya Omar Rabirmi says no. The Seder Aftiris Yeah? He says like this. He says that we go back to the usual reading of the Haftira for that Shabbos. Now, according to him, according to um, Rabirmiya, by Parsha Shkalim, Zachar, Para, and Chodesh, we keep reading the regular Parsha, and, the, and these are just additional readings. But you don't stop your usual weekly sedra. Rav Ami says we stop the usual weekly sedra. Rivi says no, you don't. You keep going. The only thing that's changed is the haftiras that we read with it. Amar Abai, Kavasi the Rav Ami Mistabra. 
more logical like Rav Ami, who says that we stop reading the weekly parashas to Tanan because we learned in the Mishnah, like Kol Mavsika, on, on, uh, on a lot of the holy days, we're Masik, meaning we stop reading the usual parsha, L'Rosh Echadashim, for example, on Rosh Chodesh, L'Chanukah, Chanukah, Purim, Taniyos, Mamadois, Yom Purim. Now, all right? Now, you change the regular daily reading and you read these other readings. Now, says the Gemara, Bishlama, it's understandable. This Mishnah is understandable. Lamanda Amar, let's say the parsha If you stay, that we stopped reading the usual parsha, and now the fifth week, we're going back to the usual order, I get it. Hainu di'ika parsha b'chayl. That's how we know there's, usual, uh, there's, there's a usual weekly um, cycle of how the Torah is, is read, and that's going to be stopped. But according to Rabbi Yirmiya, who says you're going back to the Seder of the Aftiris, the Aftiris were changed. What do you mean that, oh, you stop reading Reish Chodesh, Chanukah, Purim, a Tainus, a fast. Do you fast on Shabbos? No. It's a weekday. These days, these, all of these examples, Yom Kippur, it could all come out during the week. And you're going to tell me on a regular week, oh, you changed the Haftarah. No. If you tell me you don't use your usual Kriyas Haftarah, yeah, there's times you read the Torah during the week. When was the last time you had a Haftarah during the week? It's a good point. That's his taina. That's his claim. He says it can't mean Haftarah. It must mean the, the, regular, the regular reading. The idach. What's Rabbi Yirmiya going to say? He says, Hakadisa, Hakadisa. He says, No. Listen, I'll, I'll understand the Mishnah to mean it depends. When the usual reading is Tyrus, then it means you go back to the usual order of Torah reading. When the usual reading is Shabbos and it's talking about the half Tyrus, see, it means you go back to the usual reading of, of the half Tyrus. It just depends. It depends what you, what you usually read. That's all it means. And if you usually read half Tyrus, that's what it means. If you usually read the regular Tyrus, that's what it means. Says the Gemara, why do you got to stop your usual uh, reading of the week for a tainus, for a fast day? And this is very interesting, right? Even nowadays, when you have a fast, so there's Kriya Satora in the morning. Let's say the fast falls out on a Thursday. It says, why don't you, you, you just read the regular weekly Torah reading on Thursday? And by Mincha, you'll do the special reading for the Tainus. Because usually by Mincha during the week, you don't have Kriya Satera. Misayeya And this would be a proof to Ravuna. Dam Ravuna mitzafra kanufya. Ravuna says that even in the morning, when we get, when we, mitzafra um, in the morning, kanufya, we gather everybody together. Okay? So even the morning reading should be unique to a fast day. And that's why we would change the Kriya. Says the Gemara, and we're familiar with this from Meseches Tainus, those of us who are Zoha to learn Tainus, says the Gemara, Hechi Abdinan, what was done? Uh, what does it mean we were gathered together in the morning of a fast day? What was the structure of a fast day? Amr Abayabai explains, Mitzafra from early morning, Lepalge de Yoyma, until midday, until noon, Chatzais. Ma'aynem b'mili demasa. You know what they would do? They would be me'ayin, they would look deep, says Rashi, into their actions. They would make a cheshben hanefesh, as they say. 
They would sit around together. Can you imagine how beautiful a community is that can sit down together and say, guys, there's no rain. We're having tsaras. There's a plague, whatever it is. Let's sit for six hours together and figure out how we can improve. What a beautiful town. I want to live there. I want to live among such people. Mamish, how precious, right? That's what they would do. They would sit together and go through. No. Rabbi Yaakov, what could I be doing better? What could you be? Let's do this together. And then for the next quarter of the day, from noon until three quarters into the day, they would read Haftarah, and they would read the Torah with Haftarah. The river and the last quarter of the day, the Yuma, they would have special tefillos, special davenings, asking for Hashem's mercy. And they would read from the Sefer Torah of Hashem, a quarter of the day, and then a quarter of the day, they would say, and they would bow down in front of Hashem. Okay? Says the Gemara. One second. If you look at this verse, what does it say? One quarter of the day they would read the Torah, other quarter of the day they would daven. What happened to the first half of the day? What happens to the first Maybe these quarter of the day, the, the two quarter of the days, maybe it means do that in the morning. Ask the Gemara of Epochana. Why don't we say that maybe you start out the first quarter of the day with Kriya Satayra, and then the next quarter of the day you do davening, and then the last half of the day you should examine your actions. Says the Gemara, don't think that. Because the Pesach says, yasru kol And uh, everybody who was Haredi. What does Haredi mean? People who are careful about following the word of Hashem. Kol Yisrael. This is where that expression comes from. Okay? People who are, who are afraid and nervous about the word of Hashem. Al about what's bringing up Gullus. What's causing this exile. And I sat, and I was in, in wonder, until Mincha, until the, the carbon Mincha was brought. And it says, and it was after Mincha that I got up from my fast. Beautiful. Okay? So you see from here that the davening happens towards the end of the day. That was the last quarter of the day it was a davening. Hence, you don't switch it around. What they did was, again, bottom line, what was done on Antinus, first half of the day, they would, they would look into their actions. Next quarter of the day, Kriya Satira, the final quarter of the day was Davin. Beautiful. Okay, now we're up to the Mishnah. Let's finish off today's Daf. Here we go. Pesach, we're just going to go through various uh, Torah readings, Parsha readings on, on various Yom Taibim. We're not going to read the whole Mishnah, but we'll, we'll, we'll get at least to the uh, top of the next Daf. What's the Kriya Satira of Pesach? We read um, the parsha of the Yamim Taivim from Sefer Vayikra. But Saras on Shavuos, we, what do we read? We read Shiva Shavuos, read about the seven weeks, the mitzvah of Shavuos. Hashanah, what do you read in Rosh Hashanah? You read about the halachos, the mitzvah of Rosh Hashanah. What do you do? Beginning of the seventh month of the year? Yom Kippurim. What do we read on, on, on Yom Kippurim? We read about Acharemais. Yeah, what's Acharemais? After Aaron's son died, Aaron goes ahead and he does the Avaidah in the Mishkan. This is what was done on Yom Kippur. The Yom Tabrishin on the first day of Sukkis, we read Parshas Mayadais of Tairas Kayanim, which is what we read on Pesach, beginning of, of, from Sefer Vayikra. 
And the rest of the days you read whatever karbanis, whatever sacrifices were brought. on Chanukah, what do we read from the Torah? B'Nesim. We read about what the Nesim brought to the Mishkan. B'Purim, on Purim, what Torah reading do we do? Vayavi Amalek, the story of Amalek coming to fight with us. That's where Haman was from. V'Rashei Chadashim on Rosh Chaydash, what's the Torah reading? V'Rashei Chadashim, read about V'Rashei Chadashim. B'Mamadais, on the days of the Mamadais, when the Yisraelim would get together in the shuls, while their counterpart Kaihanim would be together in the Beis HaMikdash, B'Maiseberashis, as we learned a couple times previously, right? They would read from the Psukim of creation, of Maiseberashis. And B'Tainiyais, on a fast day, what did they read? Brachasuklalis, what we call the blessings and the Teichacha, the, uh, the, and, uh, and about the curses that come when Chas v'sholem, something negative happens to Klal Yisrael, and we need to establish a fast, what's important to realize for ourselves is, this is not Hashem out to hurt us, Chas v'sholem. Hashem's never out to hurt Klal Yisrael. This is Hashem sending us a message. And there's, sometimes there's consequences. Sometimes what we call Klalos. And therefore on the Tainus, on the fast, we read about the Brachos of Klalos to show that really everything is stemming from the Rabbanu Shalaylam. And, what's the, and what do you do about this klalais? The Mishra just points out, we'll hold it here, during the reading of the curses, you don't stop, you don't pause. You have one person get the entire aliyah. You have one person who takes the entire aliyah. We don't want to, and they start a little bit before as well. We don't want to call somebody up just to start the, the aliyah of the curses. Okay, beautiful. We're going to hold it here in the Mishnah. we we'll finish the Daf Baruch Hashem tomorrow. We will pick up at the same time. We will restart the Mishnah on the bottom of Lamed Amad Beis. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening, everybody.